to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 54 now, and this is Altai, joined by... Omer. Gumball. Matt. Surelia. <laughs> that was good. I was like an enjambment. Alright, we got sorry. everyone here. Alright, so before the I weekly raid... because uh, my... It was, a, it was Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. We have two. Oh, we have two qualified white people on this board. How oh, was your barbecue? I didn't have one. What? you see, you lose I your white card. Erhan, I spent all of Memorial Day um, in bed, sick as shit. So. Well, that sucks. That's uh, that sucks. I, I, I actually. The, I spent I it have... going through Madoka Magica, so that's. About it. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty good. The yeah, I enjoyed that little, one too. Uh, the ending, it, I saw the same thing in a comedy once, so I was a little like iffy about the fact that this dark fantasy that's supposed to be totally serious and like fucked up had an ending like a comedy. But other than that, it was pretty good. So. <laughs> but more importantly, good. How do you not have a barbecue? I remember when you first started working for Mo's.com, like you did this freelance work. A lot of barbecues, you, would, oh, I know. you had a barbecue. Every single well, weekend. You know, you know my parents. They're very white. We're very white people. But not for Memorial Day? It's all about our whiteness. We have white history. Come on, come on. You, you have homework but, tonight. Go have a barbecue tonight. Make the, up for it. The reason right? why is uh, my brother graduated college. So oh, said, congratulations. Barbecue, and we'll, we'll just go out to dinner. So we did that with the whole family. With all And with the Irish, there's a lot of us. There's people who don't even know their names and they show up. So we did that instead of the barbecue last week. So no barbecue. I actually sat at MMOs.com. I scrolled up and I scrolled down. I just looked at it Good. all day. And then I made margaritas and that was the end of it. Awesome. So uh, cool. it was not bad. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Go America. America. God, that, bless, go... God bless America and no place else. No place else. <laughs> That's the Trump slogan. All right, That's from the weekly raid. Okay, all right, back anyway. to the weekly raid. Back to the weekly, weekly raid. raid. The weekly raid. So I'm back. I feel welcome. Uh, this week, I read an article in PC Gamer, of all places, only because of Reddit. And basically what the article was getting at was that private servers, private MMO servers, had better communities than their official counterparts. The article was titled, How I Rediscovered the Magic of MMOs in Private Servers. And it confirmed, or not necessarily confirmed, but it supported a long-held belief I've always had, which is that on a private server, you're more likely to interact with people uh, socially, you're more likely to talk and chat casually, and I think that comes down to just uh, the nature of a private server, which is, number one, people go out of their way to install them, so you kind of have this shared connection with everyone else, because you installed something that, in any other circumstance, would give you a virus. I, if anyone remembers installing Ragnarok Online private servers, it was a pain in the ass. And uh, two, uh, the idea is that on a private server, you're more than likely a veteran of an older version of the game, uh, such as Ultima Online. So you share a common interest by virtue of playing on a private server. Uh, so this week I'm asking, do private MMO servers have better communities than their official counterpart? And I want to know what everyone thinks, what everyone thinks in chat. If someone wants to take it away. I'm going right. to go ahead and seize this one from the get-go, all right? I'm seizing seize it. it. Seize it's, the it's day. Listen, first of all, the, all it, it's clearly this one guy's experience okay like he played well, I understand. Go ahead. a game that he really liked clearly right I, star I didn't wars. it was star, star wars, wars. Right. uh okay. what's it called you know all right but like it, it's such a like anecdotal evidence like that's sure. the most no, no, that's fine that's fine so what it's i'm gonna go ahead and just say not really i'm gonna say not it's really. the same wow. either way i'm a bit surprised i'm a bit surprised 
I mean, why? I, 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 why? Why? It's just a group of gamers playing a game, and I've played private servers, and I don't feel any additional sense of community. Yeah, that's I, fair. Play ult I play ultimate private servers, and I'm yeah. a dick. And all the private sure, servers, I'm sure. a dick on the official servers. I'm a dick all around. In fact, <laughs> I'm less likely. I'm, I'm more likely to be a dick on private servers because yeah, I take them less seriously. So the community, if I get myself ostracized, it's less big of a deal. If you get yeah. yourself ostracized from a bigger community or official server, it actually might even mean a little bit more. It's like who cares if these, these punks on a private server think you're an asshole? It's literally like a more a smaller Nick community, sure, but I don't care about them. So from my perspective, I would play them the same. But is I that think... because of the type of player you are? Because you're not the type of player that would normally engage with the community, or you okay, think I, I can always speak from my own experience. So right, that's my experience. right, right. Okay. Well, another, another thing I wanted to bring up is that on Mars, you're not really going into these games to like, you know, like for real. Yeah, you're just, you're just going in there because like, oh, it's Ultima, like I can be an asshole again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. You're not like, you know, oh man, I really miss those days. I want to go back to, you know, the community. You're not going in there for that. But who's well, going course, back to well, Of course, you're not going to have that experience. No, but and a lot of people. You can know, you can have that experience without trying. Like in Ultima Online, even the private server, I remember running into someone, like I stole from him, right? I killed him, I looted his body. And he's like, oh, come on, have, can I have it back? I'm like, nope, lol. Then he says something like, oh, when did you start playing? I'm like, oh, like 2000. He's like, oh, I started like around then too. And we just went back and forth, shared a few experiences. And then I kind of felt bad. So I gave like some of his stuff back. So yeah, he, he, you. he called you. Sucker. You got sucker. You got sucker. You got punk. <laughs> no, but there's a more of a shared experience. Because everyone coming from, everyone you see in a private server, you know is a veteran, right? Like they went no, through the same see, experience as you. I'm going to cover that. Hmm? See, there, yeah, there, that are, there are a few different types of people that are on private servers. So... There are the people that come from the game and, you know, have a passion for the game because they're like, oh, hey, it's shut down, but I'm going to sit here and risk viruses to try and play it some more. Viruses? The... Come on. Come on, Matt. Let's take it. Yeah, there's, viruses. More, there's more than one. Go okay. There, there are the people who are like, I didn't want to pay for this shit, so I came to this private server, which okay. you obviously don't usually want to hang around with because if they didn't want to pay for it, they're not very serious about it. They're going to be assholes probably. So there's also the kind of people that go onto a private server and, you know, they're not going to be run by professionals. They're going to be run by like the average Joe. So they're going to be the kind of people to go on there, try to mooch and like schmooze the private server overlords and like try and get free shit from them and GM oh, support. The yeah. So there are those kinds of people. And then there are the kind of people who go to a private server because they find a pay-to-win one and want to pay their way through the game in a game that doesn't let you do that. Well, well, real quick, Matt. I'm pretty sure the official servers normally allow you to do that. Yeah, that, that's usually a feature, <laughs> Matt. Come on. Yeah, that's something that's get taken away. Have you not played Tiny Mighty Heroes Unite? Have you not played any Chinese game? Come on. Don't play them. Don't play them. Okay, please. the way oh I would God, describe it, them. like, um, is the, the official server is like the mega church, right? Where the private server is like the culty like <laughs> like everyone's closer <laughs> everyone's you know everyone's closer in the private server it's smaller community but yes. even though it's smaller it does feel it actually feels more active only because the few people you the fewer people you see are dedicated like the guy who's playing yes. 8 hours a day is probably more likely to play on a private server or now especially like they take the game seriously they're willing to put in the time uh there are guilds like in Ragnarok, even today, they still oh, they still join as a guild, every new private server, and like get to the top, you know, like like 30 people. 
I feel like Matt made a really good point with the people that want to schmooze the devs and the GMs to get free shit. That is a real issue on private servers. Outside of maybe a few like marquee private servers for big games and like big well-known servers, I've been on Ragnarok uh, private servers, MapleStory private server communities, and there are people that do schmooze their way to getting free shit from the admins, which is not that big of a deal, but it does ruin the balance and the fun of it. I mean, if that's if that's the line you draw in the sand when it comes to balance, then I mean, you've you know. You've arbitrarily picked where to get pissed off because most of these games have balance issues long before. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it's funny. I yeah, I agree with Erhan, and I think Shu agrees as well. Uh, I think private servers do have more cohesive communities. I think, in my experience, playing you know, I don't half a hundred private Ragnarok online servers. I mean, every time I played, I was far more likely to engage in a conversation, and socialize and party up with people on a private server. And Why? I think that. I think, all right, so I, my theory, which is just sur totally surface level, is that if you go out of the way to play in a private server, uh, you already have a pre-existing passion for the game. I, I disagree with the idea that people are only playing private servers because they're free. I think you already have to have played the game in a dis in like uh, in like an Ultima Online. Ragnarok, maybe not so much, but I think you start in one private server and you hop to the next. So you do have that first server and you move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. And... Um, that passion is what unites those people. Whereas in an official server, most people play. They play for like a couple of hours or whatever. Like we've seen those drop-off rates. And in the, in the next week, they're gone. They move on to the next game. But on a private server, I think you have more long-term commitment because the person already had a pre-existing passion or uh, desire to play that game. And that's the why they saw, higher. They saw the commit, the private the commit is much higher. Right. Yeah, the that's commitment is much fair. higher. And I think that creates a more cohesive community. Whereas the official server is just like you're, the, the vast majority of the population are MMO hoppers. Whereas on a private server, they're, they're there Listen, for the game. What you're trying to say is like the official server is like Applebee's. Everybody goes there, all right? Yours yeah, is like some, like a, some, like some craft guy. brewery <laughs> where some hardcore people go to. And uh, the private server is Oh, like Applebee's is good. Disgusting. I have definitely yeah, seen a much good. different side of private servers than Maybe. you guys have. Yeah, I'm I've sure. I mean, much different. Again, my main private servers that I played on for games was uh, Ragnarok Online. I played the World of Warcraft private server. And I also played Ultima Online private servers. But uh, beyond that, I, d I only dabbled. I never, like, committed to another game. And that's because those were the games that offered the best private servers for me. Uh, but I'm sure other people have other experiences. So, again, if you uh, want to share your experience in a comment, I'm looking at chat here. We'll, we can talk about this in the after show, too. Uh, by the way, Applebee's sucks ass. They only, you only go for the appetizers. I don't know what... Uh, I'm just I think Alta got you know overruled. Applebee's sucks. Yo, Apple, you know Applebee's had a two oh. for twenty deal, right? For on two entrees, twenty dollars. I thought that was for one oh, yeah. person, so I ordered two entrees. <laughs> I will, I will give you this. If if Applebee's is here, I'll I'll put it here. Red Lobster is like down here. So Dang, Red Lobster hate. Whoa, whoa, what's wrong with Red Lobster? Wait, what? It sucks. Red Lobster no. sucks. Compared yes, to Applebee's? Does. Oh, Red Lobster is horrible. I don't know. Compared to Applebee's, no. Red Lobster's got here. Dude, no, right? no way. Red Lobster Red Lobster also fish. has the really good biscuits and you don't get shit from Applebee's. Okay, I'm just saying. It's just butter. Red Lobster is terrible. No, no, they have cheese. Okay. You, you've clearly never been to a Red Lobster. Guys, Red guys, Lobster this is, this is terrible. That's all that podcast. Sorry, the culinary okay, podcast right. will now go live. Bring it back. Anyone have any final words about private servers and their communities before I take us to the next topic here? Over to start. Uh, okay. Final, Final words on private servers. Yes. 
since you I, I don't feel any closer to the community in a private server i mean okay. obviously there's a more shared interest because you, you you clearly seeked out a game but that's right. always the case for older games whether because right now if you play an ultimate private server you have that shared experience yes but if you play on like a maple story private server or like a lineage lineage two private server, lineage two. <laughs> any any like more recent game yeah. that that shared experience is really irrelevant because it's a newer game anyway that's only when you point. seek out niche games and even if you play on old runescape if you play on like tibia today that's still a really old game that's still going strong. So okay. there's no, I mean, I don't see how people would act differently in those, if the private server for Tibia versus the official server for Tibia or any old game, because it's, I don't know. A lot of me, it, yeah. I would act different. I feel like a lot of what I'm, I'm seeing is just because it's older, actually. Yes, only that's on true. older private server games. You have yeah. that, that sense of community, maybe. Fair, fair. That's fair. Shoe, Matt? Well, I, I just think it's my experience with private servers has been they're full of assholes and GMs that are corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> corrupt GMs. Well, I'm, is, I'm, is I'm one of the assholes, all right? I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the assholes. And Actually, me, back when we used to run a Ragnarok server, we would sell weapons for real life money. Yeah, I remember that. We, we were pay to win up the ass. You know what? I think I gave you five bucks to be a GM. I think I did, and I think I spoke with you. Wait, it was only five bucks to be a no, GM? No, 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 no. We, we, we sold levels. We sold levels. Right? Every level was a dollar, all right? I remember getting that GM status. We I sold a whole we bunch sold of boards. We sold Ballmong, that, that two-hand two oh, yeah. sword for 20 bucks. <laughs> Boy, you guys are part of the problem. We are the problem. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to transition us out. I thought that uh, this would be a, a great transition here to some astounding news, speaking of private servers, it's actually not that astounding, but a private World of Warcraft server managed to find its way on Steam Greenlight. No now, way. It shouldn't be a surprise based on uh, past games that show up on Steam Greenlight, like Butts VR, which is only a dollar, and I'm definitely buying that shit. But mm -hmm. uh, basically, it's a Russian-run private server. I believe it's run by one guy. Uh, it's no, it's not a private server. It's private server software. Oh, it's private service. Oh, Maybe that's Matt, even cooler. A little bit more. He wants so to. Sell... Go ahead. He, I, it's not listed as free to play or anything, so I'm pretty sure that what he's doing is he's trying to get his Wrath of the Lich King private server software onto Steam so that he can sell it. Now, if this wasn't hilarious enough, because this guy spent a hundred dollars to probably be sent to cease and desist, <laughs> uh, the. It's just, it doesn't work. There, there's basically nothing there. It's got like the dungeon finder works, but there are no dungeons implemented. You can only play an orc. Only like 5% of each class at most works. It's all listed on the page. And it's This is hysterical. so bad. It's if you hysterical. want a really bad private server, you play, you download the software. You can only play an orc. Only an orc. Can For, I point forever out an orc. The Steam Greenlight pages. He just took screenshots of the trailer. I know, and, and, and his video well, no. is just like the cinematic trailer. Yeah, not only that, his video is literally just him re-uploading it and putting the name in Russian. Wait, wait, wait. I, I question this guy's, like, choices, okay? Why are orcs... Oh, I guess oh humans are also available. Humans too, yeah. Right. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see that. Are you lied to me? Never mind. Still, what the fuck? What does that mean oh, the classes right. are working 1 to 5%? What, what does that mean? How does he, how does he quantify that? No, five five percent of the class's abilities is the way I read it. Hmm. This what I thought is so was really, bad. What I thought was really funny about this was that uh, considering the overwhelming support for Nostalrius, the comments on this Steam Greenlight page are overwhelmingly negative. Ah, oh, okay. not surprised. But that's uh, not that's because it's it, not it's not WoW fans. It's Steam users that are going on about like this is illegal. This shouldn't be on. 
Like, because Steam has been turned into a community that's supposed to police itself, right? Basically. Which doesn't so work. The, the people that you're seeing commenting are the ones trying to police themselves. So where were they when the Con Online private server got approved? <laughs> uh, too busy thinking it was real, apparently. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. Look at look at the Steam users really police themselves. Evane says seven minutes ago, I eat garbage, and he spelled it really wrong. And Steel Drake responds, I am the Thresh Man. He, he even spelled Thresh correctly. What is this? This is nonsensical like YouTube comments. It is. I think I, I'm going to go ahead and say Steam Greenlight comments are below YouTube comments. Uh, wow. After looking at this page, I, I think that in the hierarchy of comments, no one even recognizes Steam. Because who's browsing Steam Greenlight, really? I mean, yeah. we always complain about Steam Greenlight and how it's a broken process. But, you know, I think the people who complain about it aren't the ones, including myself, who actually try and police it. And that's because I, I don't give a shit. I, I don't care to because so much of it is, is crap from mm -hmm. a distance. So, you know, when you think about who is it that's policing Steam, I mean, this is it. This is who's policing Steam Greenlight and is and seeing what gets passed and what doesn't. And I, I don't know. I uh, I hope this one gets passed. Though. I really do. I wrote that in a comment. I hope it gets passed. I just think it would be funny to see it get approved and see how uh, if Valve takes any action at all or it just sits up there. So well, it's funny you mentioned the thing about the people that are policing it because I browse it all the time looking for really? stuff all the wow. time. But uh, I don't do any of the commenting. I rarely report anything. I, the only one vote? I ever reported was the, yeah I vote I vote I voted for one game in my life it was Brigador the one I okay. linked to you a while ago but that was it and that was let me check my cool. count because it's pretty high <laughs> this uh, guy does have a YouTube channel actually we can link it right now uh, Post for Coast is his name uh, I I did not realize this earlier yeah see he has an intro that's it <laughs> yeah I, 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 I like it well oh my God his video. Just screeches it, it me. It just destroyed my ears. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for that, Gumby. You're welcome, you're welcome. I'm just trying to add to the podcast. Yeah, before we move on, Sean won me 1,881. Really? Wow. Yes. Jeez, Matt. It all, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. Good for yeah. you. I, I, know, I know Sean had a, I know Gummy had a plan to go to a different topic first, but I'm going to go ahead and steal it and ruin his planning because uh, what kind of podcast would be if we follow the schedule, all right? Matt, <laughs> Matt's favorite game, okay? Matt's, he he wakes up and plays hey. the game all day. Trinium hey, hey. Wars. Trinium Wars goes, <laughs> goes, goes free to play. I forgot about that one. I'm not sure why I said it was Matt's favorite game. I think he's the one that told me about it. But uh... no, yeah. it was Matt was the one we were talking about, the whole Diablo 2 thing. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Someone called us out about it. Some bullshit. No, what's funny is this game... Um... Okay, the guy behind the, the, this game was actually it's a buy to, it was a buy to play game went free to play right and before before this it was it was, it was called law it was called uh, land after war it was like five years living old living after war living after war and apparently the guy behind the game and in fact you see press releases of Trinity Wars all the time saying it was made by a guy named uh, J K Jay Wookley who was quote unquote the lead artist right the lead <laughs> artist for Diablo three oh and, yeah Diablo three. And when I, when I first read that, I was curious, like, can this possibly be true? Like, we would hear about this, the lead artist at Diablo 3 made his own game. So I Google this, and I find out pretty quickly that he's not listing the credits for Diablo 2 or Diablo 3. He is listed in the credits for Diablo 3. We went over this. Okay, you had, you had to really dig through it to he find it. He was a freelancer, right? Wasn't he was a freelancer. No. Before. He was not no, the lead artist. No, he oh, worked at Blizzard North. He was, he was, 
That's why there wasn't listed, right? Because Blizzard yeah, North. Yeah, because went Blizzard down. North went under before Diablo 3 was finished, and then it was taken to another studio. Now, okay. where the confusion comes in and where Omer's pissed off about is that before. Before it be when it was living after war, you know, Prosieve and Sat One is a pretty infamously bad publisher, and now they own Aria. Mm -hmm. But um, their PR people clearly got together and went, "Let's blow this out of proportion," and called him the lead artist Diablo One and Two. When oh. But the okay. new PR people got it right and said that he was an artist for Diablo Three. Yeah, so they actually they actually corrected that, but they got rid of that lead artist nonsense, and they said because it's a different company, it's a completely different company. Okay, but the, now the wording is he was he was uh, participating in the first concept art of Diablo three. He worked on Diablo three. He was not the lead artist of Diablo three. But any he point. still worked on it. Okay, yes, no doubt he worked on it. But to say he was the lead artist was just bullshit, which is which, which got was me a completely out. different company. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the game is the game is free to play now, and I know we talked a lot about buy to play versus free to play. And even now that it went free to play, no one's going to play it anyway. The business model is not in question here. The game is just duped here. Well, see, it was going to go free to play anyways after early access. They just decided to do it early because they have a thousand player resource wars and nobody was populating them. Guaranteed well, nobody plays them now. Anyway. Basically, uh, I did want to bring up that since going free to play, the population has remained, Nothing. I don't know, fairly steady. It's currently there were. 91 people playing 12 minutes ago, 163 peaked, and that peak is probably from the free-to-play announcement. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, look, to be honest, on Steam, and I've brought this up many times, on Steam, that's okay, around 100-player average. I mean, it's better than a lot, <laughs> not better than also a lot, but, I mean, it's a, it's a surprising number of people playing the game compared to many new releases and games that look more polished at a distance, so... I guess there's something to it. Not, I don't. We had um, one of our guys reviewed it. Uh, I think it was yeah. Mark reviewed it, and his final score was a fair, uh, which equates to a two out of five. So not. That was exactly... awfully generous. What was your takeaway, Mark, Mark, from the first look? Mark is a generous guy. Well, garbage. I think I think unplayable Harry, garbage. I think <laughs> it is not unplayable. I can assure you that much. I've played you way worse. Cutting yourself. I mean, it's the same thing. You know, like some people enjoy it. You know, I guess if people enjoy torturing themselves. You can play it. They're masochists. Well, here, the, the thing I think is also an issue is there's literally zero marketing. It's the same as Insult Games' other effort, which is World of Fishing. There's zero marketing going on at all. There is also zero, zero fun going on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, really the one, I'm really the one to say, like, to bash on a game, but come on. Like, it I just don't know about that. Old, like, it just feels like an old generic it game. It looks very old. Yeah, definitely. At a distance, it that's looks because like a very it old is game. very old. Just retune, yeah. remember? But that's you know, I <laughs> feel like that's recently. problematic. That you is problematic. But like... I'm just saying, you're saying it looks old because it is old. <laughs> if I, I do have really to say, from like... <laughs> I never played this right, but I'm looking at the trailer and like I like I like the setting. It's kind of like a the trailer is the best part. Of cyberpunk, right steampunk kind of mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but if you guys say the if my brother says the gameplay is not good, I, I believe him more than. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It works, but it's super generic. It is super mm. generic. It's listen. If you if if I have a decent game, right, and like I, I find the old CD laying around, I made a game ten years ago, it was okay, and then I, I launch it for the first time. It's it's garbage today. It doesn't meet today's standards. Yeah. Like, if it was okay fifteen years right. ago, too much baggage. Too much baggage for this before. game. Yeah. It's not even a relaunch of a game. It was never out before. It's a. Uh, what can I compare it to? Uh, there's a lot I could compare it to. Yeah. There, there's so many. Heads up. Has, did anyone out I'll there play a game it. called Neo Steam? 
that was one yeah. of my better experiences free to play. To call that better is again a stretch. <laughs> oh, was, I'm sure it was better than this. I don't, I don't really remember it too much, but it was by Atlas online, I believe. If I remember correctly? No, it was published no. by Atlas. Published, yeah, published. Atlas did not make any MMOs. They didn't even make yeah. um, the Shin Megami Tensei one. Okay, somebody randomly brought up Kabod online, and I have to mention, I did it first for that game ages ago. It was a game where it like advertised you can go nude, right? It was realistic, right? It was saying if you got hit by orcs, your clothes and your armor would rip off, right? So the first thing I do when I log in, I run in front of an orc and just stand there, and I wait for him to destroy my armor. Like, my durability's got to go to zero for it to fall off, but you can't take it off manually. So I just stood there for like an hour, getting like these, these orcs and wolves to beat on me, and I finally got to see the nipple. And that was like mission accomplished, and I logged off. That was my right. experience with Kabat Online. Good experience, good experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know Matt mentioned it briefly, but I think it's big news. Aria and Gaming Go, right? Merge? Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, it's worth mentioning. That's okay. a big one. So Aria, for me, it was, I think, one of my the first free-to-play publisher portals, right, that I encountered. Uh, Gaming Go, I didn't really have much, as much to do with because it's in Germany, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure, I mean, their games work in Germany, too, and their games work, uh, in Europe. Alright, so, uh, how about this, guys? Everyone, tell me your favorite defunct ARIA games published game. Defunct? Defunct. Uh, they uh, shut down so many. That's a good question. Hold on, let's bring up the developer profile, because I need to see it. Me well, too. what, didn't they publish Imagine? Sh the yes, they did. I think they did for a while. Yeah, so, I like that game. I really did like that game. Let's see. What could it be? Oh <laughs> shit! There's a big list here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Are these Battlefield the Battle Heroes? Battlefield Heroes. One of the only ones I play on this list. So I'm gonna say it. Guys, I guys. I, I was a fan of Lime. Lime I consider that to be EA. I can. Yeah. I consider. Well, Lime Odyssey. Did you even play it? The game never came out. Very I could have played it. Oh. All right, I'll tell you mine, guys. Ready? Uh, Stone Age 2. Who remembers that one? Nobody. I played that on the German server because I was like, I Jesus. can't find this anywhere else because it already shut down by Aria before. It was the only that, caveman so. MMORPG I ever played. Like, it's prehistoric. That's a lie. You played Rust. No. no Rust has machine guns <laughs> and helicopters. Right. I like I actually like Luminary Rise of the Goons. Apparently they published that before. I don't even remember Area publishing that. Do you guys? Someone, yeah, no, they published after the previous guy shut it down. Uh, then they, they shut it down too, and that's by yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I think the original developers are publishing Luminary now. I wonder if any Stone Age 2 videos left on YouTube. I think the German one finally shut down too, so Stone Age I think is gone. Dang. <laughs> oh, I found a trailer. I found a trailer for this game. Stone Age or Luminary? Stone Age, Stone Age. Guys, this is this was a only prehistoric MMORPG that I know in existence. Well, it's not even in existence anymore. All right. It was in existence. So, I have something very important I have to ask you guys before mm -hmm. we go on. Okay. And this Please. is Omer's fault. My so, fault. It always is. It always is. Go on. Pretty wrong. I already wrote that. game. <laughs> Be an MMORPG, a proper MMORPG I'll without that, combat. Without combat. Can yes. it be an MMORPG? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. 
I mean, because Omer said it wasn't a proper MMORPG because it didn't have combat. In the Whoa, when did I say that? Video. When did I say that? You said that about Habitat. Yeah, oh, I did say that. Okay, it wasn't. Okay, again. No, I, I have over... read tons of player testimonials about Habitat because I wasn't able to play it, and it was a proper MMORPG. Okay, the way my reasoning behind the way I phrased that because I didn't mention it when I talked about Habitat. I mentioned it when I talked about Neverwinter because I said it was the first actual MMORPG on this list. Actually, and, you uh, mentioned it during Habitat. I watched it. Okay. Anyway, when most, people, when most people consider think of an MMORPG, they don't think of a game like Habitat or uh, Club Penguin or something like that. Or second just like because second they line. don't think about it doesn't make it invalid. Sure, but again, I was trying to keep it from the layman perspective. I don't think most. Then you shouldn't have mentioned it at all. Yeah, now right. got them talk, thinking about who it. here? Who here thinks? Who here thinks Club Penguin is an MMORPG? It is. Yeah. It is. Well, not. MMO at least. Technically, sure. If, let's say you really like Club Penguin, okay, right? Okay, technically. Let me talk, let me talk, let me talk. Matt, if your Go friend, on. let's say you love Club, Club, Club Penguin, it's your favorite MMORPG, okay? Like Neo If your friend asks you, can you recommend, recommend me a good MMORPG? He's a casual. Are you going to recommend Club Penguin? No, because you know that's not what he's thinking. That's not what he means when he says MMORPG. That's not a fair argument, Omer. That is a, a fair, fair argument. People don't no, view... Connotation is not a fair argument for invalidating denotation. It's 100% That was good, man. It's 100% a fair argument. If you recommend Club Penguin to your friend who just quit WoW, he's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> no, but, no, but if, you, if you're the kind of person who plays Club Penguin, your friends are also going to be kind of like you. It's not, they're not going to be like 30-year-old. <laughs> the point is, when people say MMORPG, for the, regardless of what the actual definition is, right? It doesn't even matter okay. what the actual First definition is. First of all, okay. it's a okay. Club Penguin is a browser you know, game. Do you know okay. A Tale in the Desert? Yes. Is that an MMORPG? I haven't played it. I know very little about it. It's. It it's has skills. It has RPG. You make your own character. You have to build a bunch of shit. You have to run society. You can become a demigod and make new servers. Are, are, are you playing by yourself or are you playing with other people? You're playing with other people. Okay, that's MMO. it's MMORPG. It's an MMORPG. Yes, but there's no combat. Boom. Sure, that's fine. Because <laughs> you, you have more elements of an MMORPG there. What about yeah, Neopets? but there were all those elements in Hob or Habitat also, okay, and in wh Neverwinter. Whether you like it or not, the words role-playing game have a meaning in the gaming community. Whether you want to argue technicalities is different. Role-playing game typically means the traditional way you're fighting things. It's not just, you're not just, you know, playing well, yeah, okay, If world. we want to go that way, then role-playing game typically means turn-based. Do you really want to go there? No, it doesn't. <laughs> It could mean turn-based, but it's no, not No, it does. The classic okay. definition okay. of RPG is turn-based. The point is, terms are not, they're fluid, okay? And they take they their gender own fluid? in different context. <laughs> okay, that's the point. There is no absolute definition that has to be used very specifically in every situation. They take their own meaning in different contexts. So I think I use the term pretty fairly. When I, I, when I, I still video. think you have just told a bunch of people that a label that applies to a game does not apply to a game. No, what? <laughs> I, I, in the context of my video, I, I said it wasn't an actual MMORPG, and I, perhaps I, I shouldn't have said the word actual. Because, that was poor wording, yeah. yeah it wasn't Should... perfect wording, but honestly, I don't think anyone else has, anyone has complained in the video about the, the way I used that word. Because no one knows what that game is, so they're like, they just kind of took it on face value, you know? Like, <laughs> okay, that's fair, that's fair. Our audience is too young, oh man, you, you just fooled them. You're rewriting history. Right, I Nixon, am, uh, calm down. There's actually a really um, good 15-minute 
intro explanation trailer for Habitat for those of you interested in like uh I guess MMORPG history and I'll pop, I'll put I would put it in the link notes or something. Yeah, right. that was a really cool video I did. It did it did quite well on YouTube too. I just listened to some of the oldest video. MMOs. No, you did you did really well otherwise. I just really wanted to bring that up. All right, that's fair. That's fair. But again, I, I'm arguing that I, I, my my defense is that terms are not they're not they're not absolutes. And yes, Matt, you are technically correct. Sure, I'm not I'm not debating your technical correctness. That's all, right, all boys, he wanted. Final words. That's it. Uh, that's my it. final word is that Omer's wrong terms are are absolute, but that's a whole different ballgame. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next. <laughs> That's called getting cut off. Uh, I had I had a whole mission plan here to take us through today, and Omer hijacked me. So where was I going to take us next? I was going to take us. Ah, yes. No, not yet. Not I, yet. I wanted, okay. to, I wanted to talk about um, free to play. I wanted to have an interesting conversation about free to play. Uh, Overwatch. I remember we predicted quite a few games would go free to play. We've been doing the podcast for over a year now. We predicted quite a few games were going to go free to play, and we were totally wrong. Uh, Black Desert Online, Overwatch, uh, there was something else uh, as well. And a recent report came out, uh, an industry analyst showed that uh, a lot of developers are moving away from the free-to-play model. And I know Omer here, and I believe Erhan as well, have been champions of the free-to-play model since MMO Huts. So I thought we would talk about this new report, as it's uh, pretty relevant to things we've been talking about the last few weeks. Just that developers are choosing the buy-to-play model over free-to-play. Why is that? Anyone want to? Think well, about you want to give the quote from the report because I think it said it was a pretty outstanding, like pretty unbelievable number to the is point where I actually don't believe Cliff, it. Cliff Blazinski? Okay. No, eighty-two point eight percent of U.S. gamers surveyed and eighty-seven point sixty-nine percent of U.K. gamers surveyed prefer the one-time fee business model, the free-to-play yeah, and their, microtransaction model. Who's their sample? That's what I want to know. I think you guys are confusing prefer with deal with. Because if something's free, you're going to jump into it because it's free. You know, you, you have nothing to do. You're bored. You're going to jump into this. You can't do that with a buy-to-play thing. But free-to-play games are associated, by and large, by people as paywalls, pay-to-win, blah, blah, blah. And people would prefer to just pay once and get it over with. Now, but do they pay once and pay? Now, when they say prefer, that doesn't mean that they're going to do it. That just means, theoretically, these people that answered this prefer it. Okay, but, but it's the way it was but, but, but you're arguing that, that 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 that's meaningless is your argument because you're saying they prefer but that doesn't mean what they're what they're going to play but that's how, that's pretty much what everybody does they they worded it in a way that fit their argument you know they, they worded it in a way to get the response that they wanted that buy to play was i don't know i didn't see the questionnaire did so, you okay so okay the, the, the says, title of this they, article it that says we in there do they prefer it Okay, but I'm, I have to steal this for a moment because this reminds you of an excellent quote from uh, Rick and Morty, and it actually makes sense here. Oh, please. I have to drop the Rick and Morty quote. I love when it. Asked, when, when Jerry's wife asks him, do you want homeless people to have homes? And he says, yes. Are you going to build them homes? <laughs> he says, no. So that's <laughs> the point. So again, sure, they, they prefer that, but they're not going to play by the play. Like, they can say they prefer it, but, but unless that's... it's actual action, it doesn't mean anything. But yeah, that's exactly right, though. That That's what you're looking at is not... The whole picture you know when you see so hold the, on the graph when i brought this up i wanted to have a discussion about uh the transition the idea that developers are moving to uh, buy to play models which i think is evident just based on some of the major releases we've seen but you guys are arguing that the study uh is undermined completely that this study isn't relevant that, that study the question the study well, only takes one aspect of it and that's the player it, side it, 
But that's not what the titles. That's not, that's not what this article is about. It's about developers' art. Right. The indisputable no, fact is developers are moving towards body play. They're not. They are. Lawbreakers, right. Overwatch, okay. Black Net Desert, Breakers, Overwatch, Black Desert, right. uh, Tree of the Recent, elongated by the play model in order and, to get early access. And let me explain what. Like... Go ahead. Aaron. No, let me quickly once again reiterate why I think this is happening. It has doesn't have to do with. Uh, it has everything to do with the complexity. If you want to make a game free to play and be successful, like a Blizzard style game, like I'm, I'm not talking about like a Luna online with ten people online. If you want a real game, yeah. a real success, making it free to play is actually harder. From a design point. Yeah, because, we've talked about this before. Yes. Okay. Designing the cash shop, designing the systems in the game to take right. advantage of microtransactions is it, it requires a whole team of people that are dedicated and, no, and specialize in monetization. No, it doesn't. It does. Okay. Erhan, it does go over why developers are moving there. You're just, that's the whole survey was just one part of it. Hmm. And in terms of like Overwatch, it has nothing to do with complexity. It has to do with let me read you the quote. From the beginning, we knew this was a game all about heroes. As we continued to work on it and add more heroes to it, hero switching became a really key component. To really provide for a breadth of heroes to allow for that switching, to let people look at the other team and say, okay, let's change our lineup a bit, became core to Overwatch. To support that, we need to have our 21 heroes available to everyone, meaning they could not make it a free-to-play model where you buy heroes and provide the best experience but man but you're t basically then what that means is that they don't see a cosmetic model a cosmetic cash out model as viable to be profitable and but perhaps Blizzard doesn't i mean no, they don't that's have not fair like that doesn't make dota. sense to me they don't have it for dota or not dota for heroes of the storm like dota has it you know they have you buy the heroes in heroes of the storm you have that option like league so maybe they don't okay, see at the same viable. time. Overwatch is one very specific. But Matt, Matt also, also. But quote, quoting the Blizzard guys like PR is not is not an argument. I think because look at Hearthstone. If, if hero switching is an issue in Hearthstone, there's hundreds of thousands, there's thousands of cards, right? Card switching is an issue. Why don't they charge sixty bucks for that? Because they actually have the right monetization pit designed for a card game. It's simpler. But for a shooter like this, to make to design it in a way where it doesn't feel frictiony, where they can milk you for hundreds of dollars over time, it, it it takes a full team of people to come up with the to design the monetization around yeah, gameplay. And they have that. Blizzard has oh, that. Oh, good. They're gonna uh, they're, they're double dipping with the with the loop box. I, I, right, I don't know. I feel like I feel like talking about Overwatch like and yeah, saying that you can't well the, the reason is because the, the whole game is based around counterplay so it's like if you don't have access to all the heroes it's like literally impossible to play the game it's like what are you gonna do they're gonna no, have that like, but you're gonna buy them that's what you're gonna do done no, you gotta buy them. i think shu brings up a good point number one we're, we're getting too focused on overwatch this isn't just about overwatch yeah. overwatch just happens to be all in our minds because we want to play it this is about the entire industry as a whole. Okay. This is Black Desert, wanna, this is Atlas uh, Reactor, Tree of Savior. This is the entire industry. You can't okay. talk about the entire industry on three, four games in a recent trend, okay? That's not what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying you, we need to bring up the entire thing and okay. the trajectory from 2000. Okay. Black Desert. Okay. Black Desert? I not specific instances. Not specific okay. instances. I want to approach this from a general level. So, you, you know, okay, what, so... What, if, what if it has to do with, with these game companies using free-to-play as like a, a trump card, you know, like holding in the back? I mean, a lot of games have been doing that, right? Like you release the game, pay-to-play, and then you have the trump card of like, oh shit, our numbers are going down, boom, free-to-play, right? And it gets like a huge injection of, of players. 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of double dipping going on, and and I don't blame them for that. Why not release it as buy to play for your evangelical audience? Get the initial payday, and then like six months later, free to play. That that would probably be more common, I think. Okay, I, I want actually. You want to talk, you want to talk actual numbers again? You guys are bringing up very recent trends, and you guys are saying as if it's going to be. Just the, that, that, that's oh, the way said, Let's do a general consensus. So go ahead, Omer, since you've been a champion of free-to-play. Take if, it from an entire if, industry. If, if you now. look at the actual numbers from, let's say, 2000 till today, look yes. at pay-to-play. And we're talking about MMOs. Okay? You, you can't just look at retail games as a whole. Because if I buy Halo in this store, that's not the same it thing. It doesn't count. It's on an MMO. Okay, it's so outside you, of our sphere. Okay, so if you look at actual MMOs and the kinds of games we generally cover, pay-to-play MMOs, like subscription-based, first of all, subscription's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> free, to play, free to play has destroyed subscription models. Uh -huh. There are games like Guild Wars and a handful of games that have succeeded generally as a one-time purchase. But free to you, how can you guys forget how big free to play has gotten? League is one point like five guys, billion. No. Dota is huge. Okay. CS is huge. Hearthstone is huge. Uh, Heroes of the Storm is getting there. Lineage, well, not lineage. Um, if you look at our top, if you look at the games on our most profitable games list on MMOs.com, we have almost all free to play. World of Tanks up there as well. It, 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 this this not you look at three games that went by to play and you're saying I'm talking the last changing. year I'm talking 12 months okay okay but there are a lot of things that you're not looking at here okay first off a small number of free to play games are actually successful and we've gone over this before we have yeah only a small number of free to play games are actually successful and every other one is just kind of barely making it and or not making it and headed for disaster you know but the other thing you're not looking at is in the buy-to-play model, outside of games like Overwatch and Call of Duty and Counter-Strike Go, where they have all this DLC and all these cosmetic crap, they don't have the same potential for profit that free-to-play games have. Every player is worth exactly what the game is mm -hmm. worth. And a lot of people wait for sales, so it's not that every player is worth $60. Every player is worth close to about $30 when it averages out. But if you have even a small percentage of people that play expon pay exponentially more than that in a free-to-play game, that drives up your amount per player significantly. Okay. On a micro level, sure, there's an argument to be made. Let's look at a macro level because this discussion is about macro level. I looked at chart for the global games market, the 2014 to 2018 estimated revenues. Look at pay-to-play, $2.7 billion to $2 billion by 2018, going straight down. Look at retail, which, is, by the way, it counts Halo, it counts Overwatch, it counts basically any game you buy. It stays about flat from now till 2018. Look at free to play. It's still going up from 8 billion to 10.9 billion by 2018. Now, Omer, would that also maybe free to play is only increasing in its market share because there are so many new games coming into the. Oh, I'm not saying every. You know? Okay, but also, this is oh. exactly the same thing I just said that they don't have the same growth potential that free to play games have. That's why it keeps rising because it's free to play takes but, over in the eyes of everyone with all these mobile games Look. and everything it's just they have more growth potential but as an industry then you can we can say free to play is bigger and and, and the industry trend sure. is still free to play sure but no it's maybe that. not bigger in people though that's what i'm saying but the industry trend, where is the industry trend i can very see from this chart that pay to play goes down Retail stays flat, free-to-play goes up. I mean, if we're talking industry trend, it's all mobile. Everything else is a waste of time, in my opinion. But... Mobile's, mobile's on here, too, by the way. That's yeah. different. But so how is that different? industry trend is by-to-play, which is, it can't be true. The numbers are in your face. No, no. Here's why, Ryan. Listen to me. 
actually Overwatch I think could have went free to play and, and made millions, right? That's no problem. But if you're yeah. a game like Lawbreakers, okay, and you're free to play, imagine your Lawbreakers, you can update the game once or twice, one year, two years, then you're done. The game's done. On a micro level, sure. If you right. release that game now. as a free to play game, everyone's gonna play one, two rounds and stop. But if if, if, I if you release it for fact, fifty yes, bucks, right. if you release it for fifty bucks, the same people who would have tried it are gonna buy it now. You got your fifty you're bucks, you're done. You're making a new game. Not, we we are arguing industry. You're arguing specifics. Okay, industry the, wise. The, and here's the industry issue. You might be right. There are hundreds of buy to play games that are that are considered successful. Hundreds, right? Every there year are, yeah, on, sure. on on Steam, like you're buying for ten bucks, right? Yeah. And and the guy who made it, the team that made it, is very happy that a million people bought it. Sure. Right. Now with the free to play though, you have top 10 games making all the revenue and everyone else just kind of struggling to get around you know to stay afloat that, that rule applies for everything sure there because there's more indie developers on the on the pay by the play side more. well but, no but why are they on the by the play side that's my problem that's my main uh issue here it's my easier main issue is because it size. keeps them afloat yes indie it's games, easier indie games stay afloat easier with a buy to play yeah, model sure. yes of and course. that's proven yeah yeah okay, that's fine well, not just any titles that. anything besides the megas you need a mega audience to pull off free to play. A mega audience. Luna Online is still Luna Online just launched on Kickstarter. It's not making got... money. It's making like a dollar to oh, pay the service. We have Come been on. over the fact that you think these things are worth a thousand dollars at most. They can make <laughs> that back in no time and have it running on a skeleton crew that runs their other ten games. Exactly. So the point is, you could make money. There's on no money there. No, 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 no. You can't no make money. money. There's you no money there. Hey, hey guys, I think there's a. I think there's a point that we're actually missing here. Is that. You know, a lot of the recent um, pay-to-play games that you guys have mentioned are also trans transitioning into using free-to-play elements such as cash shops. I mean, look yeah. at Overwatch. I mean, we we're using Overwatch as an example, right? You can buy loot boxes. I know I've bought a hundred of them, right? <laughs> so, it's it's they're they're using both. That way, they can milk the benefits of both because free-to-play has its issues, and so does buy-to-play, right? It's finding what is right within those two things for your specific game because you know we're talking about an entire industry that has all sorts of different games i mean like you know free to play games you have to deal with more hackers but buy the play games um you can't get your friends to play as easily right so it's like finding that that good middle middle point but like i said people are just gonna are using both yeah like the benefits of both we're definitely gonna see and, both. you know, there's no reason you know not we're, to. we're saying it's trending towards there but it's still taking parts of free-to-play with it you know it, sure, it's like pe pe people are okay, like getting okay. away with it now you know like i mean that would that you would that would not have been okay like a couple of years ago if you paid for a game and then they were like oh by the way we have these microtransactions people would be pissed off but now yeah. everyone's like okay you know okay everyone's conceded to it you know Okay, Sean is telling us repeatedly to wrap it up, so here are my well, final right. comments. Last words, last okay. words. Shirelli has said it a lot better than I did. So basically, I don't think either model is going anywhere. It's just down to the game. I mean, Omer is a champion of free-to-play. I get that, but it's it's not right for every game. And it's not okay, going to replace, replace buy-to-play anytime soon. The fact is, what he's looking at is a condensation of a bunch of things that are dependent on each game's growth potential. All That's right. my final comment. My All final right. comment. Uh, I do want to disagree slightly with what Altai said. He said you have to be massive to make money because Altai and Matt were both saying that lots of indie games making money as buy-to-play supports their argument, but small free-to-play games that aren't massive like Luna Online and basically anything on Super Games uh, don't support my argument, and that doesn't make sense because you could have smaller free-to-play games that do make money, like everything on Super Games and possibly Red Fox. We don't know if they're profitable yet, though. All right. Uh, my point... Uh, is it takes when free to play first came to the West, 
every con- everyone jumped in. They said, okay, this is a freebie, baby. We're going to just release the game for free. We're gonna re- and then, uh, and his issue, all the Korean companies that they published the games from had the cash shops ready. Okay, there was a lot of investment in Asia in designing games for to have monetization pits. Yeah. So, so when, when Western Studios brought those games over and just published them, it was easier. But when they started designing them, they I think they quickly realized that free to play isn't easy. You don't just slap a cash shop with like uh with hats. You have to design the game with systems in mind to take advantage of people's desire to you know to, to go into that sure. cash shop regularly in a way that doesn't break the game. So, that, and I think a lot of smaller studios, mid, mid to small studios, just couldn't pull that off well. So now they're kind of going, transitioning back to what they're used to, what they have 20 years of experience in, and that's buy to play. And the mega studios like Blizzard kind of mix both because they, they have the expertise and size to be able to do both. I think major titles, a lot of marketing power behind them, will choose buy to play. And I see more indie titles going free to play. And I think that will keep the, the, the graphs skewed. And that free-to-play will be profitable uh, also because there are just so many more contenders in the free-to-play market. But I think major studios will choose the buy-to-play model uh, so long right. as they can, they can market it uh, largely. Right. But that's just an opinion. I have no facts to back that. That's more of a feeling. Right. Specifically, let's, let, let, let's take the elbows. Oh, we're done. We're done. No, 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 we're done. Last we're words. Last words. Those are the last words. Listen, listen. No, those were the last words. This hey, isn't even on topic. This is not business models. Okay, you, you were very vague when you say, but how about pay? How about the sub- subscription model? Where do you guys think that's going to go? Oh, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. No, we have no argument there. It's dead. We all agree that subscription model. There's only one MMO. There's only one type of MMO that is going to work in a subscription model, and that is whatever one decides that they're going to take Netflix or Hulu first. And make it a VR experience where everyone sits in this little virtual cinema together and That's watches movies on demand. But is that That's an MMO, only... Matt? Is it's it not an MMO? MMO. <laughs> oh, it's it's not MMO. Club Penguin it's VR. It's multiplayer online. Matt, VR that's not experience. an MMO. <laughs> Wait, Sean, is it an MMO? Sean is the arbiter of what's an MMO or not because he has he wrote the article. Uh, is there a persistent world? The theater. Yes, the theater is always there. Cinema. So anyway, if I watch if I watch uh, uh, anime with Matt on Rabbit, is that an MMO? No, I'm, I'm just... saying that there's going to be someone eventually that's going to make a specific cinema that you can walk into in VR and sit down with a bunch of other people, whisper to them, and watch this movie. Somebody's going to do it. And, the, and that and is going to be the subscription service that works. And they're going to sell a cash app item where you you click the button, Ass it makes baby. a cell phone noise in the movie theater, and it pisses everybody else off. Oh, that sucks so much. <laughs> Let's make that. All right, take All it away. Right. Let me transition us the hell out of here. I wanted to talk about this because we had made a bet a couple of weeks ago uh, before I left. I want to talk about Tree of Savior because uh, it's one of the oddest stories I've seen in a while. <laughs> Basically, Tree of Savior is no longer allowing people, it's not allowing new players to download and play the game. Uh, the reason why is the game has been having a lot of server instability issues. So as a way to uh, try and take time and fix the issues they're having, they've decided to not allow anyone new to download the game. Now, this is, seems very odd. And uh, to talk to exemplify how odd it is, the player base has now dropped. Uh, 45 minutes ago, there were 15,000 players playing. Now, we made our original bet. Uh, we all lost. Omer was correct. We're going to keep denying the truth. Uh, there were 40,000 players playing about two weeks ago. Uh, so this is very dramatic, and it seems... Uh, that Tree of Savior kind of feels doomed uh, right now. Now, that's not necessarily the case, but it's just that the population has dropped so dramatically, this just seems like an odd fix. I wanted to get your uh, opinions on it, because I've never seen anything like this happen before with a game. I just want to throw it in there. 
I told you guys, I'm pretty sure you can go back. I, I originally said first week of June. I think I did. I but, did. But you, were you, were you I know, but that wasn't the bet. That wasn't the bet. That wasn't the bet. That this is the only. Bad. See, my opinion is that the only reason this happened yeah. is that this shit yeah, happened. I, know. Like, this yeah. is, I mean, this this is. I know. I know. I think even players who are dedicated may have left because this is just a. This just is a crazy example of incompetence. I mean, okay, this so should not be happening. My thing is, they told us earlier. The Korean players told us we read all the things. The boards that were translated by like Stepru and everyone. Whoever it was, the Korean players told us it wasn't ready, and we didn't believe them. And clearly, it just wasn't ready. That's well. I mean, it's typical. No game's ready when it releases. Even the division I, wasn't ready. This, this was clearly really not ready. No, though. I mean, I I, 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 I believe them. It, it really like the game needs like another year of development. It's, wow. It's really? Bad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. That's damning. I, I guys, I love Chaser. I want to love it so bad. It's just not ready. It's unplayable. Wow. Now, okay, so do you think uh, the team, is any hope that they will, in a year, you know, fix everything? Or is this kind of going to just sink now, based on just okay, so, so this is just based on um, people I've talked to, because I don't play the game very much. I, I don't have time, because of Overwatch, right? <laughs> and D&D. &D. But... Okay. I don't have time, all my work, the school, no, no. All right, gonna... but, but oh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been talking to a lot of people that play a lot of Trio Savior, a lot of Trio Savior, and pretty much... What they've told me is that they're fixing a lot of things that are not gameplay related. They need to fix like the actual like gameplay issues, but rather they're just fixing a bunch of little details that like <laughs> is, is kind of nice, but it's like it's not going to help you in the long run. It's good now, but it's not mm -hmm. gonna it's not gonna take you further than that. It doesn't have it have diminishing returns, you know. I mean, that just that kind of shows me how far they are away from a game because yeah if, if, if they have fundamental gameplay issues or incomplete issues uh i mean they're not even there yet the servers aren't even working so and it, the, the you know the the, the co net code is not even working so let alone gameplay to, you know updates so they're still Dude, I, when yeah, I, wow when i was playing you couldn't even get in a dungeon you, you had to you had to sit there and you had to to like keep trying to join the join the dungeon like like 30 times just just to get in mm -hmm. it was, it was, you had like your entire party like you fill up your party you're like full party and everybody is trying to enter the dungeon and mm -hmm. like you have to imagine like you know five people doing this like for 20 minutes to get in it's, it's ridiculous so, question when do dungeons start like what level it's it's late it's so it's it? late and they still couldn't even get the few people that got to the late game into the dungeon it, it's not it's not that late it's it's like uh it's it, I, I I don't remember. It's been a while, but it's. It was level fifty though. It was around it there. Takes, no? It takes it takes a while to get there, pretty much. Fifty, fifty it is. Yep. Fifty, yeah. Thank you, Wichi. Uh, this is this is a bit of a heartbreak. Uh, we have been looking forward to Tree Savior. I mean, I'm still I still love the art style. I think the music was great. I think sound temp. You know, you can never go wrong. Mm -hmm. I was a bit disappointed by the, the linear hallway maps, but uh, I mean this this I mean I really wish they had taken the time, and I think that. The overwhelming demand for the game may have played a part in persuading the developers to release it early, and this is just uh, kind of part of a, an overarching trend I see when it comes to development, which is products getting released too early. I mean, I think that if it wasn't for the huge population that was playing Tree of Savior, and uh, this, these issues may not have been as prevalent because, right, because the more bigger the population, the more server mm -hmm. issues you have, more instability. <laughs> I mean, they were averaging fifty thousand players, and that's yeah. that is impressive. That's huge. For what it was, I mean, 
So and now you're you've just lost thirty five thousand on average, and that's that's gotta hurt. I mean that's I mean uh, there was an AMA with one of the somebody who worked at IMC Games on Reddit. I see if I can find it, and uh, you know uh, what he said was all logical. But the point is, you know, it's not one person who makes these decisions. I mean, this is the entire team and some type of management position that pushed this out too early. Uh, so I'm not. I don't know what's going on. I hope the game turns around. I want to see Trio Savior succeed, even if I'm not playing regularly. But I don't know. Right now, it doesn't look good. I want, I want to chime in over here because um, if you look at the reviews on Steam, it's mixed, and there's so many yeah. negative reviews coming out right now. But yeah. this is slightly unrelated. But I'm looking at a negative review right now on Steam. It says not recommended, right? Yeah. And it says the guy has 408 hours on record. Now, before I even look at the guy's review, right? Forget the review. How can you play a game for 400 hours and, say, and you don't recommend it? I don't know. Okay, how can you work as an MMO reviewer and not understand that? Listen, if, it, if, if you okay, play a game games for... Like, okay. Listen, games like MMOs change all the fucking time. So yes. say you put in 2,000 hours over two years, the game could be a completely different game from when you started, and you could hate sure. your new game. But I, I don't think that's, that, that's the issue. They, they're saying it's buggy, but it was buggy the first day you logged in. It didn't get any less buggy, let's be real. In fact, it got more buggy as more people got on. So in fact, I, it got worse. I mean, I, I wanted to play Trio Savior long before it came out. I mean, I'm, I played it even though I didn't like it. I mean, it's just how it is with MMOs. You know, you it has something that you want to play, and then you just you, you keep hoping it gets better as you play it. Mm -hmm. That's true. Sometimes it doesn't. You know. Yeah, I remember our first preview on MMOs.com was Trio Savior. Like, it was like the big game I was most excited for. Mm -hmm. and I think it'll happen. How long did you play it for? Not that long. <laughs> first of all, the first two days, I couldn't like interact with NPCs. I know it was impossible. It was, it was unbelievably it was, it was bad embarrassing. <laughs> I think. Uh, I'll be right back. I think if this lasts more than another week, the game is going to be going down fast. Mm -hmm. I, I think by the time it hits a month, I think the game's going to be dead if it's still offline. Like, but what's insane is how could they not fix the optimization issues? Like literally, I remember lagging in town too, and I have a pretty powerful computer. Like, how do you not fix frame rate issues on a game that's not even like doesn't look that taxing? But it was so poorly optimized, and it's not a problem that I'm the only one that has. If you look at the reviews, one of the biggest complaints is the game is like is not well optimized at all. How do you launch a game in 2016 and not get your shit together like that? I don't like, know. Ask the guys that ported Arkham Knight to PC. <laughs> they, 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 they probably hired some random third-party studio. That, that no, know. not some random third-party studio. I'm pretty sure it was the guys that are currently maintaining Killer Instinct. Shoot has dropped an excellent uh, quote from Rick and Morty. <laughs> get your shit, all your shit. Put it in the bag. Just get your shit together. But how do you uh, not... Like, this is, man, you, can, you can say that was a porting issue, but like a game like this is this highly anticipated when they get all these sales and... like. Come on! Like you could say the game. I could have sell. no idea. Honestly, there, there's just a long-running thing with MMOs that they're super unoptimized at launch, and I have no idea why. I, if I could tell you, I would tell you, yeah. but I don't know anything about MMO design to like, like structurally. I don't know anything yeah. about how they do it, like what they do to cut down on load times, where what they load when. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. It's just they're always poorly optimized, basically. Mm -hmm. Does anyone know a good site to check how the game is doing in Korea? Game metrics. It was game tricks, remember? Yeah, but I see the top 10. Why do I go to, like, where do I go here? Oh, you can't see it. I think you yeah. paid to see more than, like, top 20. Uh, I've been to a site that did that before. I think, Matt, maybe you linked it. Where Riders of Icarus was, like, number three or something for MMO. 
Yeah. Do you know what site that was? No. Oh no, that was um that was a Reddit post. Somebody else had it. Okay. Okay. I think maybe someone who was paying for game metrics. Overwatch number two. Holy shit! On game metrics right now, it, it has about nineteen percent market share in South Korea, which is really good for a shooter, I guess. Because West yeah, new Western I, I shooter. I might as well show that too. This is a top ten games played in uh, Korea right now in cyber cafes there. League of Legends always number one. It's been number one since you know forever. Uh, Overwatch number two, boom, big percent. It's actually closer to League than I thought it would be. Me too. Uh, MMO culture made an interesting point. They said that the spike in popula popularity may have been due to numerous events that Blizzard organized, and also um. quote unquote PC bang rebates. But I I can't wait to play competitive Overwatch, and I me too. Uh, me I can too. easily see a really intense and fun to watch competitive scene in that game so i wouldn't be surprised if it continues to do well in the charts for a good time to come oh damn we changed topics i forgot somebody in discord wanted us to settle something wow. whether tree of savior is 2d or 3d the sprites oh i actually saw something interesting about oh god that earlier i'll today. say i'll say 2d i'll say 2d i'll say 2d sure. as well I'm, pr I'm pretty sure they're 3D with 2D faces. But... I think it's 2D, and they make it look 3D uh, due to some uh, tricky shadowing and other effects. But I'm pretty sure that at its base, it is 2D. But, uh, it, it could be that uh, they're pre-rendered, and their screenshots pretty much are taken. You, you, you guys know what Tristan should have done? You should have kept the early access thing there longer. They have excuses. Oh, That's no, true. they voted on that. They voted on that. And people did not want the three-month early access. Oh, well, okay, that's what happens when you hold a vote to your community and then you do what they say. <laughs> you I'm an example of listening to your community. You championed the one-month thing. Do you not remember that? We all wanted to play, Matt. Matt, we all wanted to play. We're returning players. You can't listen to us. Wait, I did what? I championed the one-month thing? If they're going to have it anyway, then I championed... Actually, I wanted it to be longer. But uh, people aren't going to like that. I like this one review for Tree of Saber. It says, just post a tree of lag, tree of disconnect, <laughs> tree of commander <laughs> fail load, tree of ping, yeah, you know, tree of solo, tree of grind. You know what this says pretty much? This pretty much says that, you know, Blizzard is right about it. You should just release a game when you're ready. Yeah. Best games. That's what Valve's yes. doing with Half-Life 3. Yeah. Oh. Or you, you early access for a year, yeah, right, right. How how many Cover of these are all true? Bases. Shoe? Cover all bases. True of spam. See, I, I tree of gold that... sellers. Tree of bots. That's true. That's true. Oh my god, tree of bots, dude. There's like a hack in that game. Like when I was playing, there must have been a hack in the game because there's like this really rare dagger item called an RJ dagger, and all the bots had it. They had the same gear. Every bot <laughs> had like a really good gear, and like like you have to understand, me and mommy grinded the fuck out of this dungeon to get this dagger and then you see every single bot running around with this dagger like <laughs> they must have been they must have been hacking or like like the like duping or is, something you gotta get hacked by a bot and then you take your account back after a month you get all the Ooh. gear all the leveling for you <laughs> that is true that is true that's something I, I next level that, shit right there i think that that, that's some true grinding I, I think that people are going to move away from early access as a whole though because um it works for a lot of games, but it also, like, there there are a number of games I've seen just kind of fall into obscurity after a strong launch because the early access build was not very good. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, when was the last time we heard anything about The Forest? I love The Forest. I've never, I've never even heard about The Forest. Shoot and I the last the time forest. I heard about it. 
We sh we were doing we had a partner group in the forest for a bit there when we first started streaming. I Google images of the I I, I went to Google images and searched the forest. It didn't help. No, the it's a, a it's game. one of those survival games kind of. Right? But when it started, it was pretty shit. I mean, I, I oh yeah, it. it was not good. It but they shit. improved it. They improved yeah. it. But I give still... I give the forest props. But still, the initial impressions I have um, imagine have killed it big time like maybe not as much as uh, well here here's how we judge if it's dead or not one sec steam no, it's, it has forty-six thousand very positive reviews overall on steam that's pretty almost pretty solid 2, players playing so i mean no, that's... it's rocking it dude how many players can play online now like together one server on what like, on forest yeah it's either two to four i want to say Let i think it's see. 16. do you own it i do not own it oh because Shu, are you even? Shu, are you busy typing away? Shu's not there, but Shu and I were streaming it for a bit, and it was fun to play together. It's not. It's not an easy game to survive at night at first if you don't know what you're doing. Because what's interesting about the forest, and this is a digression, is the game doesn't tell you how to craft shit, so you have mm -hmm. to take out items and kind of like mash them together to figure out what works. I hate the like inventory. That. Just as another digression, I hate the inventory. The inventory. I can see why. It lets you have a certain amount of every item. You can't have more of it. You can't have less. You can just have yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's pretty dumb. But I still had fun. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Design I, just, I wanted to throw the leg down and pick up more sticks, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, what, what you do in your made-up house, it's all you, Matt. So what's this game? Live about what is this? Your sticks. Okay, so... Uh, I wanted to bring this up because we had uh, reported this game a couple months ago. This is from... Several times. This is from a Perfect World Entertainment, one of my favorite companies, uh, publishers of the same MMR the MMORPG of the same name with the best character creator of all time. Made uh, by Took Games, not um, not Perfect World. Mm -hmm. Published by Perfect World, just clarify. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, the game was just posted to Steam, which is kind of funny. Uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up because... Perfect World Entertainment actually has their own similar Steam service. I don't know what you would call these things. Uh, Arc game games. Arc games. Services. Yeah, it's oh, some Arc they're... games. And it's funny that they're kind. Of, it always feels like they're kind of giving up because they've put uh, other games from their network on Steam, such as Swordsman, I believe, mm -hmm. is on Steam. I think Perfect World is also on Steam, is it? Yeah, uh, just Perfect. launched on Steam recently. So now they've also put LiveLock on Steam. LiveLock is basically a sci-fi dungeon crawler. Uh, you play up to four people can play together at the same time. Uh, you pick robot mechs, each with their own abilities and skills and names, as it typically goes. Uh, and it, it does look kind of fun. It's going to be a buy-to-play game, which is also unusual for buy the publisher. Which, yeah. Because they are typically or historically champions yeah. of the free-to-play model. So it does kind of bring us full circle. But uh, I just thought it was funny. It just I think it was just posted to Steam. It must have been you know 10 minutes mm -hmm. ago. Uh, so it will launch on Steam. Uh, let's see if we have a date here. I don't believe so. Yeah, no, nope, coming soon. Nothing. Summer, I think, was the last one we got. But do you know why it's by to play? Because it's a story-based cooperative game. It's not like... What does that mean? It, it's not an MMO. It's I think not... it's by to play because they think they're going to make more money. Yes. No, it's it's like Torchlight. <laughs> yes. Torchlight. Torchlight is like... It was an RPG. It was. I think. I think they RPG. were sitting around their their round table in an office in Guangdong, and they said, "All right, let's, let's make more money. We'll go buy the part." <laughs> 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 the office is actually in Beijing, okay, Beijing, not Guangdong. Guys, oh, sorry, the, Beijing. This game has no potential for free to play. We were just talking about what model is. No, right no, no. I, I, I agree with you, Matt. I, no, hold up. I, I got that. Why do you Why do you think that? Because there's nothing they could sell. 
There's literally nothing. It is a cooperative, top-down shooter. They could sell heroes. Are, are there levels? But them. that's my point. They can't sell anything because they didn't design the, yeah, the game monetization model. Sure, sure, sure. That's yeah. fine. But could it have been designed that way? I don't yes, but, yeah, yeah, but it, it would take double it the. Could. It would take double the team though. No, no it wouldn't. I, yes, it, it could would. have. Omer, it could strength. have if they started like that. It's, yes. It's, it's set out to make a free-to-play game, and it would have I'll had. Die, like, Do you think a game like Hero Wars, which by the way is also just a level-based cooperative? Action RPG, uh, action MMORPG. They they they, they call this an MMORPG, but it's linear. It's just like you know Grand Chase or else, or you just beat through levels. And there are some you know, it's cooperative. You play with only like four people at a time. Oh, Mar- have, you, have you ever played something like? It, it's it's different. You, you, DFO you, is also pretty linear. Have you played Torchlight anymore? No. Okay, basically. Then that's why you don't know why this can't oh, be well, like. Also, the studio behind Torchlight was very small, right? So you can't design. You can't. Add like a cash shop after, uh, like it has to be part of your design from the beginning. Right. That's my, that's my problem. Okay, like, that's if my you make point. a good game, you're right. But like, I feel like we've already reached a point where, okay, you have a game like DFO, this is the cash shop you use. You have a game like, you know, a more 3D traditional MMORPG like Blade and Soul or. Okay, Link, but this, this isn't this an MMORPG. But that's yeah, why these games are not doing that well either, because like they're so, uh, they're all the same, right. like because Walk of that. Walk me through how this is different than a than a linear. Uh, RPG like Hero Wars. I, I don't know it. what Live Lock is entirely yet. I just, I just see. We like... haven't played it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Imagine you took Halo, right? Okay. You stripped Halo. the multiplayer. It's okay, all well, not all multiplayer. You have the co-op, but okay, you got co-op. all it is is the story campaign. Okay. You cannot make that free to play. Whoa. Can't. But, but Halo. We is there any it. like level? Is there level based progression in Live Lock? We don't I know. We haven't played it. Yeah. If there is level based progression. Uh, I think you can make it. If if not, then fine. I agree with you. But, yeah, sure. But, but the, levels are, that. the levels okay, are the levels are as part there, of the progress. If you just buy level levels, based, doesn't work. No, I must say, buying levels. There's progression in The Witcher Three. Can The Witcher Three be free to play? No. It's no. That that's just like that's that, that's just a single. That that's. Oh, no, is, that. this is a senseless argument. It's going right, nowhere. Okay, let's move on. Let's nowhere. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> But his definition was, if it has level-based progression, it can be... Bad, it's okay. Yeah, it doesn't have level-based progression, it by just, the way. There are so many off. games that are absurdly just linear, and basically they don't have to be multiplayer, right? If, like, like, Hero Wars doesn't have to be an MMORPG. It's it's a linear, story-based... Like, you, you beat this level, you go to the next level. Beat this level, go to no, the next level. The way it's Hero Wars. You guys keep saying Hero Wars. I gotta Google this. No one would play it. it <laughs> Say Grand Chase. Level. Have you played Grand Chase all the time? Yes, yes, I've played it. It's that. just like that. No I'm one just... would play Grand Chase if it were single player, pretty much. Okay, yeah. uh, but, but let's, say, let's say cooperative. Let's say it's cooperative. Which, is, which it is. You, you go to the levels with your friends. But isn't this a mobile game? No. 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 Hero Wars. You really gotta uh, touch, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> no, Hero Wars. I did it first look for it. Oh, I got it now. He's so out of touch. He's not ready for 3D games, so he doesn't think anybody else is. <laughs> <laughs> He's still stuck uh, on 2D games, right? Like, somebody link me Omar's first look for Hero Wars. I just can't right, find it. I was never letting that one go. Is it spelled with a Z or something? I yes, yes. Yeah. Oh yes, my god. <laughs> of course. It's all, and it's all one word, too. Oh my god. That's <laughs> why. Why? Why do games do this? This game sucks already. It's cool. It's hip. It's hip. I found, I found it. I found it. Zombies. You guys didn't pronounce it wrong. It's just like Harwells. <laughs> you know, you gotta pronounce it the way it's spelled. Heroes. Not even heroes. No, you're supposed to pronounce it hero. What?
Well, like, when I was playing this too, I always think whether, you know, like in these kinds of games, because this has really become like an archetype, whether it's Vindictus, whether it's Dragon Nest, whether it's Hero Wars, whether it's DFO, right. you have, you have the stage-based gameplay. It really does, again, it's technically you can call it an MMORPG, but it doesn't really feel like a traditional MMORPG. Yeah, but this, okay, well, these games don't have a focus on story and cinematics and all that, and, it, and you can really feel that. When you look at a game like well, what I imagine Lizlock is going to be. It's kind of cool in that game. You're going to feel the difference. I mean, it's it's not the same kind of game. It's not made for the same thing. This actually and... looks pretty cool, Hero Wars. Dude, yeah, like, yes. Okay. Dude, I have daughters in a scam, dude. The waifus. I think, <laughs> I, th I think Hero Wars is going to do really well. When I took the tour, the guy was sitting there going on about it all excited. There's a lot of detail. I mean, mm -hmm. there is a lot of detail. Yeah, and it's screwed it's up. stylish, too. And one style. thing... Like yeah. One thing I noticed that I didn't include in the brief tour, the because I couldn't fit it in. I, I couldn't fit it in anywhere. The world is like, so the dreams that are spilling over into reality are the dreams of a teenage girl. And the world is reflected in that, like what a teenage girl would dream of. And there's like apparently oh boy. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland zone that's completely fucked up version of like Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say that, that, that the thoughts of teenage girls are fucked up, so I just, I was just saying. Matt, Matt, you call me fucked up? Huh? You want to fight? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everybody's dreams are fucked up. Let's just put it that way. Oh, that's fair, that's fair. But anyways, um, I was I was laughing because apparently Nakne, the guy with the really big sword, he's lazy mm -hmm. apparently. So he'll like, whereas every other character can jump onto like each other's backs, Nagne will grab onto their leg, and when the pe person runs, they'll ra he'll ragdoll like crazy, like just flip everywhere, and it's hilarious. Hero Wars felt like a polished game. Okay, it's oh, it's really polished. Yeah. But Except for finding Chrome the download browser. button on the website, yeah. that shit was impossible. That fucking Chrome browser plugin too. I mean, they said I it was because of security that. concerns, and it was the best way that they could do it now, without any like hassle to the user. But I don't believe it. It's just, it, it was a pain really in the ass. Fun, actually, yeah. Hero Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's potential. Speaking of fun okay, games, so, we got a transition of, Gumby. Speaking of fun games, I wanted to bring this up because for some reason, a lot of people in chat have been talking about it. Uh, Riders of Icarus will be heading into the last closed beta test on, oh boy, I better not get this wrong, June 2nd. I believe it's going to be June 2nd. Do we have keys? Yo, get us keys, Gumby. Uh, we it. will. Yo, here we go. We hustle, we hustle them out of their keys. We got Has anyone played of... it yet? Nope. Matt actually took a tour and wrote an editorial. And uh, I played have... during the first close beta. Um, How was we... it? Oh, wow, you're so cool, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, were, we are going to have about 1,000 keys to give away in the next couple of days. Awesome. Uh, so make sure you stick around. I haven't had a chance to play it myself, but Matt did take a tour of the Japanese Korean jet Korean server. No, uh, so Matt, you want to just tell us, you know, what's why is everyone so pumped for Riders of Icarus? No, it was the uh, American server, but anyways, okay, go they're on. pumped about it basically because it's really pretty. It's really pretty, and you can capture a bunch of shit. Well, Everybody yeah. likes capturing shit these days, right? I mean, it's like all those mobile games—they're about collecting heroes and cards and crap and. You can collect okay. a bunch of mounts and level your mounts, and your mounts level really fast. I was riding around for about two minutes, and my mount hit level six. How's, the, you game enjoy your How's time? the gameplay, though? Like, what's the combat? Like, is it anything? Okay, unique? so combat is tab targeting. 
or action combat. You know those ones where you can aim at things and you can only attack the thing you're aiming at and you can only attack something if you're aiming at it? Mm -hmm. That's the kind of action combat it has. Oh. And, and every time when you're tab targeting, you have to hit the button every time that you want to attack. Like it's auto one of those games. You There's can't no... hold it down? You can't hold it down? Or... I don't know. You might be able to hold it down. I'm not one of those people. But anyways. Um, so you've got that. And you can... One thing that's cool, right? So to tame mounts you have to go into like a taming mode there's a button for it and you have to manually jump onto the mount and it initiates like a quick time event where you use wazda right so that's pretty cool but then mm -hmm. to tame flying mounts you have to jump off of either a ledge or your flying mount onto this mount that you're trying to capture that's oh like you have to, I get to literally mount it to tame it yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's really visceral and it's cool, but um, visceral. That's our word. I like that word. Let's choose the word. Looks like I'm playing this game. Which the first thing that I noticed though, and this is the most the important boobs. thing. No, when I loaded up the tour and started moving around, the first thing I noticed is there was so much motion blur, I almost couldn't tell what was going on on screen. Oh, <laughs> I hate that. Can you turn it I, off? Yeah, I, can't yes, you can turn it off, but. Yeah, I went, there's so much motion blur, and someone else on the tour went, oh my god, yeah, there is. Hmm. But this, this is the game that's adding the fairy race, right? Yes, in Korea. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm so ready. I'll play this game. So, and here's the thing. I look at this. Is this game, is taming enough to make this game stand out? Well, there's another thing that's kind of cool. When in combat, you can dodge projectiles. You have a chance to dodge them. That's cool. So, so don't play range classes. But you have a chance to dodge them, or you have to actively okay. dodge them? You can actively dodge them, and it gives you a chance. It's a roll. It's a dice roll. I asked. All right. To, uh, how, how... Go ahead, Shu. Oh, I was going to say, um, how are... Is it like crafting or any any of that sort of like stuff you can do aside from I combat? don't know. There's don't know. enchanting of... Like, you can turn your mounts into seals and then attach them to your... Wait, seals uh, like, a, like a like like animal, at the right? beach, like at the beach. No, like a seal. Like you turn it into like a <laughs> I thought, I thought at the beach too. That you then enchant your armor with. Okay, right. How long will the close beta run for? Do you guys know? I think the new one's gonna be like seven days. Uh, right. Guys, before before everybody gets in the hype train, everyone's stroking Riders of Icarus's dick. Let's let's wait for a moment. We posted the brief look on M on our MRPG, and honestly, there was there were there were some positive things about the game, but I think. People at RMRPG are usually overly critical, and they were mostly negative. The really? most up, the most upvoted thing I see is um, don't believe the hype. It's absolutely tra absolute trash. Pay to win Korean grind fest with the addition of taming. Farming those rare items to make those recipes is also mind numbing slash insane. So one guy actually expanded on the farming the gear. So you have to go through like these level fifty epic dungeons to get the gear you want, and there's such a low drop chance you got to do it for like six plus hours. And after you get what you need, you have a chance of failing the crafting or failing the enchanting unless you pay. So Spending all that time and then failing well, to combine an item could be pretty frustrating. Well, uh, I can see why it's doing well. I mean, it's really pretty. It's got the collection thing. Mm -hmm. It's got all this other stuff. I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm not going to be playing it personally. And let me tell you, the tour was boring. I, I didn't say that. I, no, no. I want to point out that uh, <laughs> if you don't want to play on the official server, it looks like there's already a well-established private server in English. What? Uh, which is fucking crazy because the game's it's based on the Korean one. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, but okay, you say that's crazy, but in Spirit Online, anyone in Spirit Online. All right, that was the craziest thing that's ever happened. But that was pretty crazy. That was pretty nuts. 
That was that was ridiculous. That was someone who had a friend who was a lawyer. He's like, yeah, do it, bro. And uh, they did it. But no yeah, surprise. Here's a, I'll link it. This is apparently a private server. Uh, don't trust me on downloading it. I don't, whatever. But this is apparently a private server. They opened a cash shop on the 28th. So I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. Go spend some money. I'm, I'm just, I think it's funny. I, I can't tell if this actually has English translations or not. Matt, do you know? I think I heard it was like a Russian one, but I don't know if it has English. I don't know. Well, if you know Russian, <laughs> guys, did, did you know I this don't game? know. This game has I, I didn't catch Look. up with it. it has I saw Look. the monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I shared on the podcast. You can just people. Yeah, this is this is monk. This is Winston and Lucio's love child. Someone on yes. Reddit. Yeah, says... I mean DK. I mean DK, <laughs> oh as God. done by writers. So of turn the beat up. The uh... no, Matt. No, Matt. No, it's Lucio and Winston. I see DK. Child. That is DK. No. DK. Now you haven't played enough Overwatch. You get another turn the beat up. <laughs> turn the beat up. <laughs> turn the beat up. Fucking <laughs> right. racist ass shit. So this is another Unreal. I think this game, oh, this game is also made on Unreal, right? Or Crytek, one of those. CryEngine. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I think so. Wait, no. Maybe it was Unreal. I think it's UE3. Well, let me yeah, I think it's, the, uh, I just I saw something earlier that was CryEngine, and now I'm confused. Well, there's an easy way to find out. It's called MMOs.com. Look up the page that one of us set up and doesn't remember. Let's see. Winston without his armor, exactly. And Winston was so cute in that over in that Overwatch short. Oh, well, the man. mobile version, the mobile it's version. CryEngine three. CryEngine three. Oh, it right. is CryEngine. Okay, okay. Good job. That's crazy. No, but the mobile Make version will be using that. Unreal Engine four. Some of this link RedTube.com. We gotta we gotta time this guy out. Wow, ten minutes. That's a bit rough. That is rough. That was that was that was uncalled for. The, the warden, the warden is not is not kind. <laughs> the uh, all right, well, I guess next week we'll all have an opinion on writers of Icarus. Yes, uh, I'll give That's it a shot. Writers of my Icarus. I have some people on Reddit were saying that the pet system is really good, so it's worth a shot just for that. Who knows? If you drop porn here, it's got to be hint there. <laughs> well, with that party. talk that means we're running out of time. So, oh. <laughs> One last, one last graph, because I know we like these infographic charts. Love graphs. I know, I know how much Altai loves mobile. And this actually says global digital games market is set to reach $64 billion. Mobile yes. gaming is neither the largest nor the fastest growing category in games. How do you feel about that, Altai? I feel this is going to change rapidly, and mobile is going to get much bigger. <laughs> I have one more uh, statistic to add to this. I just read today that Supercell's top two games this is the company that makes clash of clans mm -hmm. beat a hundred million dollars last month together month a hundred million in one that's month it? from two games that's pretty that's good it? even that's it that's pretty that's damn it. good monster Super strike earns supercell monster strike earns a whopping 138 million dollars per month according to super data as of yesterday damn that's crazy <laughs> the numbers are changing then I so think all this discussion about actual mmorpgs right like you have this makes more money than wow right well oh, yeah like, for, well, I made for the record like six hundred fifty million last year in revenue, right? And Mod Strike made revenue hundred thirty-eight million dollars a month. And Super it makes more money in five months than what Wild does all year. Oh, it's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, we really got to start developing a mobile game, like just a just a Connect Three garbage thing. We could even do more faces. Yeah, you can't call it garbage, there. right? It'll be at the quality. Well, no, we'll lie and say it's great. We'll just confuse everyone. You have to connect five, all five of us in a row. Ooh, I like in the, it. In the row, we say our names. 
know what that I'm reminds me i didn't get a chance to say it earlier but you know what last week you were gone i forgot to say my name because i'm used to you being in front of me <laughs> that's good i'm glad i threw up the dynamic i'm happy to hear that all right well i'm glad we discussed some uh industry size chart this week and uh so writers are for next week size we're glad we let the industry show off their massive EPs, but mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week, guys. We are out of time, so uh, stick around for the overtime show, post game show, whatever the we call it. Show. Overwatch show. The Overwatch show. All right, that's Overwatch. it. Peace. All right. See ya. Till next time, Peace. later, guys.